Okay, welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss the movie Heartbreak Ridge. I'm Brian Lockhart. And I'm Jack Perry. We're reviewing Minute 28. And Minute 28 begins with Stitch Jones giving some of the money he owes to Gunny. So the minute ends with a uniformed Gunny Highway approaching a bar. So, Gunny still has Stitch by the ear. <laughs> the last minute he asked him the money for the bus ticket. Yep. And then he said, and he gave it to him, and he's like, and the meal. Yep. And he's like, man, that's really all I got, man. But yeah, he's giving him the whole litany of, of things that uh, Stitch had done Gunny wrong over. <laughs> and, uh, and the tip. <laughs> and the t- he goes, no, I, that's really it, man. It's really it. He goes, you owe me. And he just rips that damn earring right out of his pop. The pop of that, that sound. It's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, God, God damn. It's like a high-pitched, like, ah. <laughs> Uh, I like how he just kind of tosses it too. Like, eh, eh. You know, like yeah, I don't need this. <laughs> I'm not gonna wear it. <laughs> yeah, it's like when, like when you're tossing change into like a toll booth, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. You can have this back. I noticed too, though. You you might be right. His uh, his his ear is bleeding. So it's not a clip on. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, you know, he goes ah damn, but then he's standing there and he's not like to me. I'd be holding my ear. I'd... Yeah. <laughs> right right before Gunny takes his leave. He says, it's my will against yours, and you will lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great line, too. He just walks out, yeah, for those, he was, ah, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he goes back to what he said a minute or two ago. Yeah. Oh, 600. <laughs> well, that's the thing, he said, over, oh, right, he did say, oh, 600 tomorrow, because he said that yeah. earlier. It's not over the weekend, it's it's tomorrow. But yep. again, once again, oh, 600, and he said, that's six o'clock in the morning for all those, don't, ah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Stitch goes on about being a badass, which we get. But then he starts talking shit about him being a leatherneck jarhead motherfucker. Yeah, he almost sings it. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he is jarhead motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everybody else in that room, all these these quote unquote Marines, they just kind of get on board with it. Like, hey, asshole, you're you're a leatherneck jarhead motherfucker too. I had a friend of mine say this one time. She was in a fraternity, and she said. She hated other people in their fraternity because of the reputation. Not fraternity, Jesus Christ, sorority. <laughs> She's in a fraternity. A female friend. A problem. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my female friend was in a sorority, and she said uh, everybody in sister brother. Right. So everybody in their sorority hated other sororities because other sororities suck, but they're not like other sororities. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's like. Well, first off, these guys, they're, they don't act like Marines by, you know, it, it's set up in the movie that they're just, they're undisciplined. They're, they're doing their own thing. They're not really acting like typical Marines. So, of course, a guy who comes in there to try to get them back on back, they are going to fight against it. They're going to they're gonna resist yeah. it. Regardless of the professional or reputation or not the Marines have, I just realistically like that's this is one of the sticking points of the movie that I just I, I never could understand. It was like, no, no, they're not just going to allow this nonsense to happen. Like the the, the U.S. government is just not going to let this riffraff just do whatever the hell they want, <laughs> and the command knows about it. Like, no, that's just not ever going to happen. Well, if you kind of uh, there's a couple things that all right. So about uh, it's funny I didn't think we'd be getting into an in-depth conversation about this minute because it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> like about that. So we, we already know in real life. Right. This movie was, you know, brought to the army and they said, nope, we're not yep. doing this. 
So then they brought it to the Marines and they said, yep, we're going to promote Toys for Tots with this damn thing. And then until they saw the cut of the movie and they were like, holy shit, we cannot <laughs> promote our <laughs> Toys for Tots with this, everything that's in. So I think right here is one of the reasons that, that one of the, one of the many things in this movie that would have made them have second thoughts about it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yep. These are Marine recon professionals and they're all shippers basically yeah they're, they're undisciplined they they buck against authority so that, that, that you know so that's the, you know but that's the movie that's the story you know right. these guys are supposed to be shipbirds. they're the bad news bears yeah. of the marines you know because there's other marines that they show to be professional and whatever yeah. um it's just these but these are the stars so that's the movie explanation because they're the bad news bears they're the fuck-ups yeah. And he's going to whip him into shape and make him a fighting unit and blah, blah, blah. Right. At least that's what yeah. we think. That's what he thinks he's going to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, these, it's this stuff here. Like, the, this is when I said earlier when I said that this is as close to a movie that the Marines would ever make that would be like Stripes. Like, the Marines don't really lend themselves to stuff like that. This is as close to Stripes as you'll ever see in a Marine Corps movie for, for stuff like this. Well, you know what? It's funny you say that too, because like one of one of my favorite parts stripes is when John Larroquette is going to watch his his men train, and you know all these these strong strapping men come through in the army, and this is during boot camp, and they're going through and they're doing the obstacle course just fine. Yep. And he goes, he goes, oh, these are fine men, good men. Are these my men? You know, <laughs> sergeant. And he goes, nope, no sir, these are your men coming here. And then there's John Candy just running out of. <laughs> they're getting caught in the ropes and he goes these are your men sir so that's 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 recon platoon you know yeah right but this isn't this isn't a comedy per se it's 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 a drama right it's a a war movie (laughs) yeah but it's also funny yeah (laughs) so i mean so these guys are intentionally funny yeah to get in now all right so that's like that's movie making but as you said, like the, the fact the command knows that they're fucked up. Yeah. We're going to know, we're going to find out some stuff later. Okay. First off, we already met major powers, right? Yeah. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yes, he is. Which I <laughs> suspect is another reason why like the Marines in real life were like, I don't know if we could use this because the guy in charge is a shithead. You know, he's, a, he's, yeah. a, and then, you know, there's, okay. So there's stuff that we're going to find out later that, He's not suited for this level of command. Right. You know, he's, he's, um, I'm sure he's a fine major in supply. But he's not an infantry officer. Yeah. <laughs> right. But he's not an infantry officer. So there's that. Um, where that thing on the chalkboard, I think that plays into a scene later, which we're yeah. going to find out what he, what he's doing with recon platoon, what he, yeah. what they're used for. And he knows that the last, you know, he's like, their last sergeant went rode on me. Well, Okay, that's one. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy, but ultimately these are still your guys, and you're still ultimately in charge. Even right. If you know, some where's Lieutenant Ring? What's he doing? He's off going to preschooler school. Yeah. But again, what is Major Powers doing to make sure that these guys are have the people in the right people in charge? Right. Yeah. The, the the saying that shit rolls downhill is like, well, it's got to stop rolling at some point. So you know, if if it's if it's rolling from the top and don't expect at the bottom to be any cleaner, you know, it, that's exactly it. So I think, I think move in, in movie logic, right. They're a shipbird unit for a reason. I mean, they're just a bunch of young guys that are just kind of left to their own devices. 
Right. And, and, and there's nobody like nobody anywhere up the, up the chain of command are keeping tabs on him. Now, major powers did say he wants gunny highway to, you know, whip him into shape. He wants them to be good Marines. He wants to put an elite thing, but he knows so far these guys aren't. So instead right. of like trying to get them to where he, he thinks they should be, he's almost writing them off. Cause you're, you're absolutely right. Cause they said every time they do it a certain way and this is, that's there's it's scripted, right? So yeah, yeah. That, that's probably why it's like, yeah, no, these are my favorite kids. I'm going to treat them well. I'm going to train them well. I'm going to make them better. Fuck these other guys because, you know, they're just training dummies. We're just not going to, we're not going to use them for anything valuable. And hell, it's not like we're at war. So what, what, what do you need to worry about? Right. Right. Well, clearly he didn't see the banner that said sweat more in, <laughs> in peacetime. You bleed less in, uh, in war. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, so I think that's really it. I mean, he, you know, he, he doesn't have any faith in Gunny Highway. I totally can see, like, this, like, you can almost see justification of them being the misfits, you know? Right. In, in like, never mind that the, like I said, like, this is what they want for the movie, you know? Right. Red Bears who joins the Marines. It's, uh, <laughs> there, there, there kind of is a logic to it. I mean, we're thinking a little bit deeper into it than it really is, can, you know, needed. Right. <laughs> You know, well, yeah, but you know, but you do you bring up some very valid points that that uh, you know perhaps I didn't really think about. <laughs> it's almost like the Dirty Dozen too. Like those guys were all soldiers, criminals, but, but they were criminal soldiers, and they and they got whipped into shape mostly. <laughs> yeah, Telly yeah, yeah, yeah. was a little off the uh, unhinged in that one, but <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like you know, they, it's like you get the your ragtag team whipped into shape. You know, is basically that's that's the movie, you know? Yeah. I do find it funny that as soon as Clint Eastwood walks out the door, that's when <laughs> suddenly Stitch Jones is all tough talking. <laughs> <laughs> and all these guys that were scared of him are now also kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They start talking about this individual that uh, is going to change everything in their favor. Yeah. We get, um, we get a tease for somebody named Swede. Yeah. Who's <laughs> in the brig. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like a charming individual. Uh, <laughs> considering they think he's going to rip Gunny Highway's head off and dump in it. Yeah. <laughs> and then eat it. And <laughs> eat it. <laughs> okay. Question. Yeah. What is he eating? His head or the shit that he just shit in the guy's neck? <laughs> uh, I think the whole thing. I think he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna grab a tortilla and enjoy the entire package. <laughs> He's saying he's going to eat the shit that it's, and then it's like, speaking of Jay and Silent Bob, he's like, and then eat our shit that's mixed with our shit. And <laughs> he's ranting on, on the internet and then shit out the shit that we made you eat. <laughs> Gunny Highway walks out. They talk shit. They start chanting about somebody named Swede that they're very excited yep. about, who's apparently Greg and yep. who's going to dump on Gunny Highway. And then the scene ends and they it, basically, we get the start of a new scene at the, last you know last half of the minute or whatever right when that happens it, we show gunny highway pulling up to a he's got uh he's outside of the uh globe and anchor bar he's apparently still driving sergeant major chuzu's truck <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how, is he late for dinner and he's supposed to be uh, showing up for dinner or something oh no he's well i don't know what time it is because when when he leaves still sunny out and then yeah. when he pulls up to this bar, it's 
it's late at night, but remember he said he didn't have time to go out to dinner with uh, uh, Sergeant Major Chuzu and his wife. So, you know, who knows how long it took him to get there and everything he had to do. But that being said, how the hell did Sergeant Major Chuzu get home? <laughs> yeah, that we, I think we'd asked that question before, and that's a good, that's still a good question. It's like he just, <laughs> he just sequestered his boss's truck. <laughs> He's just driving it around like, no, nah, fuck him, he can walk. <laughs> he, right, he loaned it to him, right, yeah. to go meet his troops. But that should that didn't take that long. He could have then came back to, you know, dropped it off. No, he's still driving around. He went home. That's his, <laughs> he's going yeah. to the bar for the night. He's off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going anywhere. It's a Globe and Anchor. It's a di- it looks like a dive bar. Yeah, but it, it does, you know, I, I, was, I was wondering if that's actually the real name of the place it's there's too much marine stuff in there for it not to actually be called that well i don't know if it's the actual name of it but so i found a forum <laughs> that discussed the globe and anchor tavern and it, it says a globe and anchor uh tavern is no more and it said yeah. this guy posted he's one of the administrators of this uh it's u.s military uh some sort of u.s military forum i don't know whatever it is it says, you know, just, just across the freeway from me, next to uh, a favorite bodega, was a building that was used as the Globe and Anchor Tavern in the Clint Eastwood film Heartbreak Ridge. Really? Yeah, it said it was closed several years ago, but it remained as a crumbling artifact of the movie. This is back in August of 2016, he posted this. He said, 10 days ago, it was leveled. Huh. It said it had been in the building. Basically, that building had been there since the mid-1950s. It had been owned by a succession of retired Marines from nearby Camp Pendleton. In the 50s, it would have been kind of a roadhouse, like like basically a roadhouse bar and grill. Right, yeah. And he said the world's grown up around it since, and apparently someone had planned for the, you know, basically the dirt behind it. So it shows a picture of the, it's a back in the day, and it shows a picture of, it doesn't say Globe and Anchor that I can see, but it's the building, and you see, ta- see tons of cars out in the afternoon, like going oh, there for wow. lunch. And it says, can you tell the Marines were there? And it shows the interior of it, and it's very similar. It's a little different, but it's very similar to what we see in the movie. Huh. Yeah, there's pictures of Marines everywhere, stuff like that. That was a real bar, and now it's no longer in existence. Oh, wow. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's, it seems like a cool little place. Like, Because if, if, if you notice, well, I noticed first off, Susie walks in, there's a big A for sanitation grade. So that's good. <laughs> the dive bar is clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toilets are clean, you know. There's no piss on the floor. No no uh, peanut shells all over the floor or anything. As soon as Gunny Highway walks in, one of the first things I noticed was a picture of Chesty Polar. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, that's, it is kind of a bummer. That uh, that place doesn't stand anymore, and I just uh, when did you say it closed originally? Well, he said several years ago, back in 2016. It said several years ago, and they said they tore it down basically in, 20. in, uh, in 2016. Yeah. See, so I mean, uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's one of those things like like local Marines, like retired Marines. When you because when he walks in, you see Marines with uh, Marine caps on and so like it does look like it like those look like locals that you know retired marines or former marines. Nobody's under the age of sixty five in this bar. Yeah, it could easily just been the VA or not the. Yeah, it the, does the the VFW or yeah the VFW yeah. 
Yeah, it reminds me of like the American Legion bars, you know. Yeah, um, a lot of gray hair. <laughs> I, I like the few of the things that are on the walls. Like you can see a bunch of different Eagle Globe and Aggers. You can yeah. see a campaign cover uh, yep. behind the bar. Yeah, like a, like a bronze. Tons of pictures. So that's really, I'm sure we'll, I, I, in fact, I know we spend more time in this bar later in the movie. Yeah. So we might be able to pick a few more things out. But right. there's a couple of things that stood out to me right away. When I was trying to find out about if this was a real place or not, obviously I found the the real what I just read about the real building that that was just like this. It may not have been called that, but I found that there actually is a Globe and Anchor bar in Jacksonville, North Carolina, or at least there was. Oh, is it? Yeah, or is so, there? Yeah, there was. Oh, okay. But that being said, there was one in Jacksonville, North Carolina, which where Camp Lejeune is, Camp Lejeune. <laughs> let's not get into that again <laughs> you know where this movie is supposed to take place it looks like it's been closed down permanently it was you know the globe and anchor lounge it was off of you know basically highway 17 in jacksonville okay uh it's been i can't see when it closed down but it, i did find a twitter page for them that uh -huh. was active in 2015 really yeah so they the, so i i don't know somewhere between now and 2015 it, it shut down but okay. This is the one thing I took from this. Globe and Anchor. This is Globe and Anchor Bar at Globe and Anchor. Anchor Globe is their Twitter handle. Located next to Toby's Gentleman's Club in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's only one bar that I was ever really truly familiar with in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and it wasn't the Globe and Anchor. <laughs> I, I thought that was so appropriate when I read that because it's like, well, how else are you going to tell anybody to get anywhere? What <laughs> yeah. strip club is it near? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Driftwood was always our common point of reference. It's like, yeah, no, it's like five miles past the Driftwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What, what 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 are the three things in uh, Jacksonville? At least at least back when we were there. Uh, Tattoo Chinese restaurants and strip clubs. Yeah, or. Uh... Pawn shops. <laughs> yeah, pawn shops. Thank you. That's yeah. what I was to say. Pawn shops. It's pawn shops, uh, strip clubs, and tattoo parlors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One to pay for the, to the other. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Look at this new tattoo I got from some of my TV. <laughs> that was the most appropriate thing I saw was <laughs> you give directions. To, we're right next to the strip club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember Toby's. I, I remember... I don't know how many, well, if we ever showed up there, I'm pretty sure I was probably pretty shit-faced. We usually ended up over at the Driftwood. I think that was our go-to. I'll admit I may have uh, stopped there a time or two. Jesus Christ, I went there the first time with you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You know what? It's all good. Listen, kids. <laughs> hey. It's a gentleman's <laughs> club. It's a place it's a, for gentlemen. That's exactly right. Stay up to date on your shots. That's exactly what we are. Gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. We, we behave. Listen, man, they were all medical students. <laughs> we're, we're just trying to do our part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that note, we cue the music. No, I don't, I don't have anything else for this minute. I mean, I'm glad we were able to find a little something extra to talk about, but yeah. it's a pretty quite cut and dry minute. You know, yeah, there's really not a lot going on. We're about to meet a very interesting character. It sounds like, you know. Yeah, we. I mean, we're basically this minute is we're wrapping up the previous scene with the the introduction of Recon Platoon. 
and the Gunny reuniting with his buddy Stitch Jones. <laughs> That's ended, and now we're transitioning to a new location. I assume new characters we're going to meet at this bar. Yep. Of course, I know, but I'm just being coy for the podcast's sake. <laughs> Let's just peel apart what we see. You've got Gunny Highway walking into a bar, a Marine bar, in uniform, carrying his luggage with him. <laughs> carrying his sea bag. Yeah, his sea bag and his, like, his, his, uh, the, his, the, his uh, the suit uniform bag. bag. Yeah. yeah, the uniform bag, yep. Body bag or whatever they call it. or well, we didn't really call it. We called it like once or twice, but yeah, the uniform bag. Yeah. Although he, he left his cover on for a quick quick second while he was in. He didn't take it off right away. Yeah. Um, but he as the literally as the minute ends, he's reaching to take his cover off. But he he I at first I was gonna say it was because he was shutting the door, but he takes a good, you know, three, four steps in before he even reaches and take that cover off. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, I don't saying, think he's going to be chastised. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> he should, you should know better. I, I don't think anybody's going to chastise him too much for, for keeping his cover. Hell, he's in the damn squad bay for the last, I don't know, well, almost 45 seconds before he decided to leave. He wore his cover the entire time. Well, that's true. He never takes it off the second he comes in, although uh, he's basically being a DI at this point. Yeah. And, and, of course, those guys, they didn't, you know, they, they left their campaign covers on indoors. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got to I got to start watching. I got to watch this again. I got to watch it from beginning to end. Just watching it just It's like a tease. Yeah, no, right? It's like, "Ah. Oh, <laughs> what happens next?" <laughs> I mean, I this is the type of movie I like every minute of it. You know, there's yeah. there's nothing so far that I've has jumped out and going, "You know, I didn't really like this." Cuz even the the opening stuff that we talked about uh, the opening minutes in black and white with the with the footage, right of Korea of the Korean War. I, I find this stuff interesting, anyways. You know, um, but this movie has got so many one-liners or so many good quotes. Yeah, so many facial like, especially like you said, looking at one minute. You know, you're really seeing some of the nuances of like Clint Eastwood's facial acting. Yeah, as like Stitch Jones is talking like on the bus and stuff like that. But now we're getting into the really good stuff, <laughs> yeah. at least in my opinion. That was all set up. This is now the meat of yeah. the story's kicking off. Yeah, the potato's over with. The steak is here. Right. He's met his guys. He's at his new unit. Like, everything else was leading to this. Right. Now we're going to see what he does. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not a, you know, that knowledgeable on story structure. Right. But um, I would say that we're basically kind of getting into Act 2. You know, Act One's basically over right now. You know, yeah, I guess, yeah, right. You know, yeah. If not, if if not, we're real damn close to it. Like we're getting to that little build-up spot where, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, this is now that he's here with his platoon. That's like Act Two. You know, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah I mean, if it's not, if this isn't it, man, we're damn close because Act Two would probably be, be the very beginning of Act Two would probably be uh, at uh, zero six. The next morning, well, yeah, well, he said it was zero six, but we both know it's not. Well, either way, it's six a.m. for all those who don't. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> do you have? Do you want to bring up anything else before we uh, wrap up the minute? No, I really don't have anything. Um, other than uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, we're, we we enjoy doing this, but we we really like it. We get a kick out of seeing um seeing more people starting to pop in and 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 enjoy the the show. Um. But, seems to be doing okay um 
And uh, we'd really appreciate it if you guys would, you know, um, socialize with us on the social medias. Hit up a Facebook page or, you know, email us. If you guys have anything, any suggestions, anything that you think might, you know, be able to kind of help the show out, feel free. I mean, and hell, if there's anything we've missed, is there anything that we get wrong or incorrect? I mean, because uh, we enjoy learning stuff, too. And, and, you know, we're 20 years out of the Marines, you know, active service. So uh, there's, you know, there's old age is a bitch, right? So we, we might forget some things. <laughs> so we'll get some stuff wrong, you know, and like my only general order, I remember your post from flank to flank and take no shit off any rank. And that's not even an <laughs> official one, but that's the only one I can quote. So <laughs> it's the only one that stuck, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, anything you guys, anything you guys want to share with us, well, we were more than willing to, uh, to listen and, um, you know, Brian tells me to fuck off all the time, so it's not a big deal. So <laughs> having you guys do it too will just be a new experience. Yeah, but I, I do it nicely. Like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you you have a talent for that. <laughs> all right, you big leatherneck jarhead motherfucker. Let's get out of here. Holy shit, it did it again. (laughs) Motherfucker. Whatever it is you're trying to say, stop saying it. It doesn't like it.